When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big this summer with great deals, all in the Kroger app. Get tender USDA choice value packs of T-bone steaks for $7.99 a pound with a digital coupon, Limit 5. Then buy one, get one free on select varieties of Entenmann's, Wonder Bread, or Vita Coco water, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. If you are wondering what happens if you fail that trap in the tomb in Axpath Cemetery, well, I'll go show you now, because just in case, <laughs> here you go. In the rare event that that happens, you pick a random number from 1 to 100, you pick 2 plus 41, or total of 43. A soft click followed by a starting start followed by a starting war singles your failed attempt to disarm the deadly snare. A debt of a jet of blue flame of obvious magical origins shoots up from the floor and quickly envelops you. You lost twelve stamina points. You managed to put out the flames. Put out the flames that attach themselves to you, but not before suffering severe damage. Wounded, but thankful to still be alive, you note with great dismay that the sprung trap appears to have reset itself. Well met, fellow adventurers. This time, rather than doing an event, a traditional adventure, I will be doing a replayable adventure. This one, Axe Path Cemetery, right next to Hawklaw, where a perpetual mist, grey and thick, swirls over the cursed ground of Axe Path Cemetery. The strange calls of unfamiliar birds echo throughout throughout the dead and decaying trees that form an almost impenetrable wall around the forsaken graveyard. On the southern end of the cemetery, your eyes wander over the last field, over the field of cracked stones and toppled monuments for at last settling upon the shadowy spectre of a crumbling tomb rising out of the mist up on the far side a grand but gruesome top coffin shaped fountain fountain nearby the trickle of its dark flowing water an eerie addition 
to an already unsettling scene. Please note, Axper Cemetery is a scale scenario that we played more than once. The object is to make your way through the graveyard and reach the tomb. You can go in, you can, you can leave, which is probably the sensible option really. I mean, it is cursed. It's a cursed graveyard. Nothing good comes of that. But, sometimes, you just want to kill some skeletons. Or whatever it's called. When you fight them and they stop moving. Also, I can visit Black Nightshade's Fountain of Fortune. This massive, ornate, dark stone fountain is engraved base. Ooh, great grace, which I'm going to look closer at. All manner of strange arcane symbols are engraved along the fountain's base, several of which seem to be related to necromantic rites. A line of intricate, intricate carvings at the base of the basin show the gradual de Deterioration of a human skull. Just looking at the engravings gives you an uneasy feeling. Rising out of the pool. Pool of dark water held in its coffin-shaped basin. The fountain's central structure. A towering column of glaring skulls. Oh, I'm going to look close with those. For an observation link. The, the, the column of carved skull is eerie work when missing an image from a particularly terrifying dream. Had several times over the last few years. In the dream, a tall heap of skulls rise up from the ground for you and appears ready to top forward. Top top foot. Top of all, crushing you beneath its city's bottom. Each time, however, going for a jolt only seconds before the Tower of Skulls falls. Thin, thin streams of black water issue from the mouths of several of of the carved skulls on on the column. Flashing into a series of sculpted metal hands before, before spilling into the broad, broad basin below. This monument, one of several fountains of fortune scattered throughout, throughout Tusa, was elected to honour to honour Black Nightshade, who is an adventurer, a very, very. Powerful adventure with a hundred in all the skills and all the powers. Lots of so so much so much equipment, which is probably each piece is probably better than all the equipment I have combined. More equipment, more equipment. Wearing what? Like how many rings is it? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen wings.
Okay, I... That's more than you have hangers! Well, of course you could fit two on a finger, but that's cheating! It's cheating! You should, you should only put at most one wing on each finger. And the thumbs, the thumbs, the thumbs are big. Big, you don't, you don't put wings on your thumbs. Unless, unless you're using an arrow and using a bow and arrow and you want 100% accuracy. And somehow he's wearing six, <laughs> wearing six, six, six neck, six neck armor. And four capes! Okay, this guy... Oh, he must be really hot in all those capes. Uh. Oh, yeah. And two hats. Two hats. Two pairs of gloves. Yep. Very hot. Uh, would she wear two pairs of gloves at once? Really hard to pick things up. Unless they're magic, which of course they are. Anyway, yep, yeah, lots of good equipment. Very, very powerful adventure who had this fountain commissioned. One of the ages most powerful and infamous necromancers. Oh. That explains it. <laughs> that explains a lot. Despite its altogether unwholesome appearance, Twinkie from the fountain is said to bestow a blessing of good, of good fortune. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I would believe this is a complete lie. That will put that, and drinking from this would turn me into some sort of skeleton, but. I've, I've actually heard from people I know, and they've drunk from it, and it turned out okay. So I'm going to drink from this fountain. Leaning over the edge of the basin, you scoop up a handful of the dark water and take a, take a quick sort sip of the black cloudy liquid. Almost instantly, a strange feeling rolls up inside of you, but the sensation swiftly passes, leaving you possession of a renewed sense Rude vigour and clarity of purpose. The clarity of purpose is, I want to smash some skeletons! The ancient magic of the, of the fountain's water is now coursing through you for the next 24 hours, providing you its wondrous benefits. Black Knight's 8, intrepid fortune added. Plus one stamina points for 24 hours. Now anyway, there are, I think there are three... There are three of these fountains scattered throughout the kingdom. Each one has, has an effect. One sound from each and some sort of vague boost. Perhaps I, no one's really quite sure what this boost is. Maybe this one slightly and behind the scenes boosts your combat against undead. Maybe it's just general effect. Maybe it's defensive. Maybe it's aggressive. 
Maybe it's in, in combat, maybe it's out of combat, maybe it's loot, maybe it's gold. Who knows? It would require a lot. It's something I really don't want to find out. Because it will require a lot of testing. But surely there is there must be some effect. I mean, someone paid really good money to have this fountain installed. And it would just be... You know, I mean, <laughs> so obviously it has some effect. I mean, you don't install a creepy fountain have it not have mysterious combat boosting effects. That would be silly. And anyway, it's been said. Someone, it's been said in a little grey box, which means it's true, because it's a word of God. The God, Matthew Yellows. The best God. He created the whole world, I swear. Well, other than, or was it all, the all in Swithak? Well, there's, there's a bit of... I, I'm not going to get into theology here. I'm just going to continue. Step back from the fountain. And proceed into the graveyard. You're standing just outside the, crum the crumbling gate that leads into the Cursed Axe Pass Cemetery. This is a safe area, so you could heal any time. Off in the distance, rising up out of the swirling grey fog that blankets the ground, you can see numerous towering monuments erected in honour of those now long deceased. Where a set of sturdy iron gates once stood, lies a wide opening between two topple col columns of cracked stone. Step through the gate, gates, former gates, as I just told you, and into the graveyard. This is a pretty popular place. Trove Adventures have been recently there. One of them is me. So, 11 other adventures have been recently there. Yeah, anyone can go there, even no, no non-adventurous guild members. Whatever that is. You'll just have to play Swift and find out. Just inside the gates of the graveyard, abroad... Overgrown expanse of grass and stunted, stunted, stunted black-skinned trees extend to the edge of your sight in all directions. The blanket of mist that covers virtually every interground is broken at odd intervals by a leaning grave marker or a crumbling monument that juts up through the swirling fog. A vicious hiss. Startles you, and you quickly assume a defensive stance as a lone skeleton staggers out of the gloom to the east, its fleshless fingers tightly gripping the hilt of a rusty long sword. A set of long fangs extends from the upper jaw of this hideous undead being. Fight the fang skeleton, bash it. This is a scale combat, so no matter how good my weapons, it's done, it has just as much chance to hurt me as before. Unless, well, I'll just, I'll just show you now. 
got some bone, sturdy bone gauntlets. I'm going to pick them up. Now, this is an undead. So I should equip Tilera's staff, which has a bonus against the undead. For reasons. Which I don't know. Not a lot really explained how, but it, it just does. It just works. I'm not, look, I'm a fighter, not a thinker. <laughs> and I'm not a craftsman either. Maybe I should be, but I'm, I'm too busy fighting. I'm too busy fighting to craft. Because that's adventurous. In this world, adventurous fight, craftsman, craft. If you, if you actually want to do both, they'd end up rubbish at both and, would, and people would die. So let's, let's just... Let's keep our specialization breeds expertise. Also, I got eighth XP for fighting fighting that. Elation over your victory is short-lived, as the fallen skeleton is immediately replaced by another, the fleshless hissing undead. The second fang skeleton advances on you through the swirling fog, its rusty blade cutting a deadly arc through the air as it approaches. Begin combat. I'm fighting aggressively. Tilera's staff has helped lower the difficulty of this enemy. So rather than having to wall 11 or some or a number, I now only have to wall 8, which is a lot easier. And it dies. The fang skeleton crumbles into a pile of bone at your feet, but as quickly. You quickly find yourself confronted by a new peril. A third fang skeleton stalked out of the mist to your left, its fingers of bone grif gripping the heat of a rusty sword. Oh, another one. <laughs> a bash. It slashes at me with its rusty blade. And I swing my staff. And clonk its... And cave its head in. And... No, it's dead. Again. Cut stone pad cutlass and a padded shirt. I'll just pick those up. Got two gold. Don't know what a skeleton needs with gold. Maybe there's a a skelly shop. Maybe it's maybe it's <coughs> Maybe it makes although I imagine it's wares are bare-boned. <laughs> you step back from the smashed, smashed remains of the skeleton and now litter the ground at your feet. I'm taking a few moments to catch your breath and thankful that no further attack out of the mist steams imminent. You prepare to once again set off on your way. Just inside the gates of the graveyard, a broad, overgrown expanse of ground to study back across the easy extent. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I read that the first time, so... Go north. This section of the graveyard is dominated by a towering monument depicting an armoured man leaning on, a, leaning on a broad bladed sword. Through the monument is cracked in several places and covered in moss, with moss. It appears to have survived the ravages of time and neglect better than the other structures to fill the cemetery. An ear-scattering, an ear-shattering squeak from overhead instantly draws your gaze skyward. 
where they are in time to behold a fang skeleton with a wide set of bone wings extending off his back, diving straight for you. You manage to sidestep the creature initials. He lands only a few yards away and immediately rushes at you. I fight a winged fang skeleton. It's once again, the staff makes it easier. That that's everything. It's gonna make everything easier, so I'm not gonna bring that up again. Fight with jagged claws. Second winged skeleton soars out of the gloom above your above the head of the towering statue and descends upon you. Its clawed hangs poised to sink into your flesh. Yep. And it's dead. The winged skeleton collapses to the ground and you find yourself about to step over its shattered bones. When you suddenly find yourself confronted by a staggering trio of fleshless undead. Apparently the honour die. The honour rotted away with everything else. A three out of three on one. That's unfair. But I don't need a combat to be fair. I'm really good at fighting undead. These skeletons do not have wings, but in their bony hands they grip rusty short blades. So they're running with a somewhat alarming degree of skill. Not enough though. Not nearly enough. You boldly hold your ground against against the fang skeletal warriors. Ooh, I just I just triggered battle range. Which means you roll a series of 20s, which kills them even quicker. Just two rounds this time. Long sword sturdy. A bit more XP. A wagged hiss. Oh, yeah, let's take that sword. A wagged hiss is the last sound you hear from the vicious undead trio. The third and final skeleton crumples to the ground at your feet. For several tense moments, you dare not relax your guard. As your eyes continually scan the swirling mist that envelops you for any sign of impending peril. When it becomes clear that you are not in any immediate danger. Immediate danger, you once again prepare to set out on your way. This section of the graveyard. Yeah, and looking at that statue again. Head north. A broad globe of black stunted trees stretches out across this portion of the cemetery. But it looked nice once. You know, before the trees were stunted. When they had leaves and they were green. And the bark was black. And there's probably, there's probably, they probably had someone come around to, to, you know, to carefully carve them. So they made a, so they made a nice, perfectly hemispherical... Yeah, cool tea top. But that time has passed. Oh, now it looks. No, they're black and stunted. Almost as if they were designed to provide a natural barrier between the southern and northern halves of this forsaken space. Numerous toppled and leaning grave markers jut out of the ground and poke up, and poke up through the mist, mist, mist inside. Just inside this tangled wall of trees. 
Beyond the trees, you can make out a sizable stone structure, which all evidence suggests is a large tomb, because it's in a graveyard. Your eyes, your eyes widen and your pulse quickens as the ground in and around the belt of trees begins to move. Skeletal hands push up through the solid earth as the overpowering sense of decay assails your senses. You leap back as the ground beneath your feet buckles. Moments later, a tall skeleton, and with glowing white eyes, pulls itself out of the ground at the very spot in which you were standing. The gruesome undead, remnants of, of its earthen bed still dripping from its bones, staggered forward, hissing wildly as it attacks. Bash! Bash it with the staff. Bash it with the staff. And it only assaults, swipes at me with its claw of fleshless hands. Bash, bash, bash. Now it's dead. Again. No, no. Just some crappy weapon. Well, I mean, just some common weapons not worth picking up. Second skeleton emerges from the belt of trees. It's what. Its eyes glowing bright white as it closes in and attacks. I'm going to quick combat this one. A final well-placed blow decapitates your skeletal foe and sends the undead, undead hole on the ground in a heap. There's little time to revel in your victory as a third skeleton emerges from the belt of trees. Its eyes glowing bright bright. Right, as it closes in and attacks. Quick combat, it's dead. 7xb. I won't, and I knock off its head again. This will tie into weathering victory as a fourth skeleton emerges. Boat of trees, his eyes glowing bright red as it closes in and attacks. Quick combat, yeah, and it's dead. And I decapitate that one too. I like chopping off heads. Or, think, or things I were going to fight anyway. I mean, I don't go out of my way to find normally when chop on heads. It's only, it's only monsters, sometimes bandits, the undead, maybe dragons. Really hard to chop for dragon's head. I tend to fight them normally. And constructs, yeah, sometimes them. Mostly undead, actually. They, 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 there's, there's none of that. Fleshy stuff in the way, usually. Or if it's fleshy stuff, it's all... It's not particularly... stick doesn't stick together very well. So they decapitate easy. Undead. Once they stop trying to kill you, you go, boop, there you go. Another head chopped off. A little time to weather on your victory, but now there's a fifth one. Fifth skeleton. Take that one. It, it, it dropped a cruddy spear somehow. Take, there's a sixth. Oh, I'll just take that high breastplate. Don't know where that came from. I don't think it was wearing it, but. Well, I was probably so busy fighting, I probably didn't notice. Just more, more focusing on the bones and the moving, and it's trying to kill me. Seventh skeleton. And it's dead. 
entanglements. A well-placed bow decapitates your skeletal flow, foe and sends the undead horror to the ground in a heap. At last it appears that you have defeated all of the skeletons lurking about in the band of trees. After spending the next few moments catching your breath and checking over your equipment, you once again prepare to set out on your way. And I'm going to head north. There, there's, there's some, there's stuff, stuff to the side, but I'm just going straight to the tomb. You stand at the far north end of the skeleton cemetery, beyond, before a large crumbling tomb. The stone structure is covered with a thick carpet of moss, and a heavy stone door stands ajar. Mist swirls about the base of the tomb and sweeps into the ancient place of death. While studying the tomb's exterior, a loud hiss erupts from within and sounds out out of the darkness that lingers just beyond his open door. You step back just as a caped fang skeleton emerges from its crypt both of its fleshless hands whipping the thick haft of a double-bladed axe. The skeleton hisses at it as it staggers towards you through the waist-high fog and attacks. It's a caked fang skeleton. It's a bit tougher than usual. Gonna fight it. Yeah, yeah it's fighting me. It, it's hissing. The caked skeleton hisses. Pisses viciously and hacks at you with his axe. But I'm over... I, I'm... A powerful surge of neville energy washes over my... Washes over your foe. Just can on my staff. Bashity, bashity, bashity. One gold. That's it. That's all you had. I want your cape. I, want, I like capes. Capes are cool. Even for only around four of them once. I don't mind doing that. But nope, nope. Apparently, I probably broke it. Um, really, usually capes, they're swishing about so much that they, they always get chopped up. Unless they're really special capes. Yeah, those capes all chopped up. Pity, but I've never managed to loot that one. Probably wouldn't do anything either way. Also, I got 14 experience. You stand at the far north end of the cemetery before a large crumbling tomb. The stone structure is covered with a thick carpet of moss and heavy stone stalks and the fog mist swirls about the base of the tomb and creeps into the ancient place of death. To the east, at the top of an overgrown grown slope, you spot a dark opening in, in the earth. To the west, a narrow st stony path leads into a dense thicket of stunted trees. Now those are those places I might look. Oh, I, might, I might show you what, what's in those places later. But for now, I'm just going to enter the tomb. The interior of the tomb consists of a single chamber. 
with a high ceiling and a floor composed of broad squares of stone. The walls of the crypt are covered with ornate engravings that seem to depict several grand episodes of the life of some great warrior. In mode of the car seat, an armoured rider on a horse, horseback is engaged in battle with goblins. Notice this is one corner of the top. Corner of the heavy stone squares to make it for be lifted up and pushed back to reveal a set of stone steps descending into shadow. You're about to move closer and examine the, op- the opening when the three skeletons three skeletons suddenly appear through it. A trio of fanged, fleshless undead cl- clatter into the chamber, move at you in unison, their rusty weapons poised to strike you down. Three fang skeletons, they hiss, I bash. Got two gold, nine XP. Three skeletons crumble into a pile of bony feast, but there's little time to celebrate your victory. A lone fang skeleton lurches into the tomb from outside and immediately sets upon you. Swinging wildly with its hopelessly rusted long sword. Bashity. Bash. It slashes. I bash. It's dead again. It got a war axe. Now, where was that? I guess it was probably on the floor somewhere. Probably in some other skeleton. But might have been killed a lot earlier. Dropped it, I guess. It's only common, and considering how heavy those things are, I'm not going to pick it up. It's 16 encumbrance. That's twice as much as a regular sword. And it won't sell for anything else, because it's, it's still dust as... doesn't... It's still dust as the same, statistically. Yeah. 40 gold, though. 22 of it was regular gold, and 18 of it was a trinket that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell later somewhere. Somewhere. Don't know where. Probably next time I go to a shop, I'll be selling it. So, you know, I'm not going to tell you about that, more of these trinkets myself. It's just, so just going to assume I've already sold it, so I got 40 gold. You step clear of the shattered remains of your enemy. And it will easy to find that, at least for the moment, you appear to be alone in the crypt. Now I can descend the stairs. You cautiously descend the stairs, and after a few moments arrive at a broad landing at the southern end of a long corridor. You're standing at the southern end of a long corridor. Behind you, a step of, set of steps leads up. The crypt's ground level chamber. The walls of the lengthy passage are adorned with, with a myriad of engravings, which depict a series of horrifying scenes. You spot several depictions of beheadings and hangings, and each scene seeing bears in some capacity. The armored wider, wider you know, it etched on the walls in the chamber above. You're about to start along the chamber when, when, when the sudden appearance of a pair of cloaked skeletons moving out of the gloom to the north abruptly changes your mind. Instead, you assume a defensive stance as you prepare to meet the advance of a ghoulish sword-wielding duo. Gonna fight it. They hiss, I bash. 
is dead. Well, they're dead. There's two of them. But they're both dead. Having put the pair of cloaked skeletons down to defeat, you, you kick aside one of, the sh- of their scattered skulls and prepare to set off on your way. It's, yeah. Proceed north. You haven't gone more than a few yards along the passage when, when a loud hiss erupts from the darkness ahead. Moments later, an armoured fang skeleton slides into view out of the gloom and attacks. Begin the combat. Ooh. The, the deadly armoured skeleton slashes at you with its deadly blade. I just bash it away. You step over the remains of the armoured skeleton, whose armour I must have ruined since I'm not losing any of it. Continue along the corridor. You haven't gone more than a few yards along the passage when a loud hiss erupts out of the darkness ahead. Moments later, an armoured fang skeleton slides into view out of the gloom and attacks. Bashity, 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 bash. Bash, bash, bash. You step over the armoured skeleton and continue along the corridor. You haven't gone more than a few yards along the passage when a loud hiss erupts out of the darkness ahead. Moments later, an armoured fang skeleton slides into view out of the gloom and attacks. Bashy, 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 bash, 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 bash. Slain. You step over the remains of the armoured skeleton and continue along the corridor. Oh, and it's, uh, it's another armed skeleton. You don't know skeletons? Uh, this isn't gonna. This isn't gonna be any help to you because your brains have rotted, so you can't learn anything. Probably, I, I, I don't know how it works. Anyway, it's a fang skeleton. He's armored again. Bash, 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 bash. Step over the armored skeleton. Continue along the corridor. It's another one. Bash, 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 bash. Separate the remains of the armoured skeleton and continue along the corridor. At last you arrive at the northern end of the passage and find yourself standing before a tall stone arch. The corridor ends at a tall stone arch before which you now stand. More engravings still depicting the armoured figure on horseback horseback adorn this elegant arch. Almost immediately you discover the way forward is protected by a sinister trap. An elaborate and possibly magical snare appears to be set to spring when someone steps beneath the arch. Tooling device for the trap, consisting of metal plates and a stone disc, and three small chains, appears quite complex. You're not entirely certain you'll be able to disarm it. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. He said about the tedious and dangerous ta- tapped attempt task of attempting to disarm the the snare protecting the arch. No. Pick a number between one and a hundred. Get a hundred and nine bonus. Ten ten from luck, twenty from agility, and seventy nine from thievery, in which I am a master. Oh, that level seventy nine. So it's it's a it's a simple simple task. I succeeded. Got a mere four XP to feed three, 
A smile of satisfaction creeps across your plate as you, as you successfully complete the disarming of the trap. It is now safe to pass beneath the arch. The compact and deadly flap that once guarded the arch has been disarmed, so I step through it. You stand just beyond the tall stone arch, at the threshold of a wide chamber with a high ceiling. And an ain't esophagus lies atop the tiered dais, in the sense of the womb, surrounded by flaming candles that lit a pale, ghostly light. A wreath of, of dense grey fog encircles the esophagus, now again rising to courage entirely. The sound of bones scraping across the stone floor alerts you to peril from behind, and you spin around in time to meet the advance of two fang skeletons. The pair of cruel undead hiss as they hiss wildly as they close in on you with their rusty blades. Much to your horror, a slimming silver web now fills the arch, making flight from this brutal from this burial chamber. Impossible. Two fang skeletons. I bash. They hiss. Another attack. Slain. Some loot here. Got a hide, a sturdy hide belt, and padded gloves. That's unmatched. Which is as good as you can make those gloves without using magic. Cross. All my gloves do. Well, actually, let's see. What gloves have I got? I've got plain gauntlets, which are also unmatched, but they are matched and plate, which makes them better. Plate is just as good as you can get without magic. Or, you know, advanced technology, but who needs advanced technology when you have magic? Not many people, apparently. Tends to me you have one or the other. I don't even know what this advanced technology could even be. Because we have magic. The two skeletons collapse to the floor in a heap of bone. But you immediately find yourself facing another of the fanged horrors. The lone skeleton lurches out the shadows on your right. Seeing you wildly with detailed scorn. I'm just going to quick combat that. It's slain, I bashed, it hissed. Iron staff, uh, staff are really heavy. They're as heavy as those war axes. I'm going to pick them up. And iron rod, they're both common. So I wouldn't pick them up anyway. The skeleton cobbles to your ground. But you're immediately faced with an even greater peril. Three winged skeletons soar into view out of the thick shadows overhead and are rapidly upon you, mercilessly clawing at your flesh with their jagged talons. Bash. They, they hiss. I bash. Slain. They drop the rod. Or well, I found a rod. There's probably all, all sorts of weapons around here. This just was close. Stepping back from the sidewall mound of bone covering your feet, once again finds yourself face to face with the undead. A cloaked skeleton, its short blade little more than a jagged, rusty club, hisses viciously and fearlessly engages you. Cloaked skeleton. Although, 
Fear isn't really that impressive when you don't feel any... Being fearless, not impressive when you don't feel any emotions at all because you're a mindless undead now. If I'm fearless, that's a big thing because I can feel fear, but I've overcome it. But when skeletons are fearless, it mean, it's, it's not impressive. It's just, it's just another thing they don't feel. I'm not feeling fear because I'm brave. They're not feeling fear because they're stupid. It's different. Very important. Not feeling fear doesn't make you brave. It makes you stupid. But overcoming your fear, that's what makes you brave. And sometimes you should feel your fear because things are really scary and you should get the heck out of there. It's okay to be afraid then, but don't be so afraid you can't run. Be afraid, but have enough common sense to do what you gotta do, whether it's whooping ass or running away. Or maybe thinking of a third option, but it's usually one of the two. Aggressive, I right, went down in one. Your fierceness, you should have been afraid, but you were too stupid and now you're dead again. Coke skeleton collapses beneath the fury of your blow, but as if in answer to the to your victory, two more of the flat of the fangs, fleshless undead, rise up in front of the dais and stagger forward to attack. Gritting your teeth, you firmly plant your feet and steal yourself to engage you. I fight two fang skeletons. They hiss. I whack. Down they go. And wad. Found an iron wad. It's just common. Not going to pick it up. Found six gold. Picking them up. Always picking up gold. It's just, it's just, it's just an instinct you get when you're an adventurer. Honestly, you pick up gold so fast you don't even notice it. It's just, it's, it's in your mysterious gold pouch, which is apparently has infinite capacity. I don't know how it works. Maybe not infinite, but I think it's a few million. It doesn't weigh a thing. Standard adventure equipment. I think yeah, I think you just I think you just become an adventure if someone just gives you one. Just gives you a just gives you one of those pouches. It's just ah, uh, I don't even remember when I got that so long ago. It was before I even began. Just something you do. Another skeleton, its head concealed by a drooping black hood, rises up from behind your esophagus, stalks across the wound towards you. The vicious undead draws a long sword and, hit, and hisses as it steps into melee wade. Defiant in the face of this fleshless, fleshless horror, you hold your ground and fight the hooded skeleton with your staff. It fights with his long sword, but I just bash, bash, bash. And he's dead. That was a, that was a tough one. Compared to the others. It took a lot of bashes to get this out. These were really sturdy bashes. They weren't glancing bashes. They were going, bash, 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 right, right in the middle of a rim cave. And it just kept going. It just wouldn't stay dead. Duh, or whatever. But now, it, 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 it sweeps. 
and it sailed backwards and uncrumples into a heap of bones. Finally. You barely had a second to catch your breath when four more of the fang skeletons rise up in front of the dais and quickly move to surround you. Well, I'm going to fight these. Bash. That's one down. Bash. Two down. Bash. There goes the last one. Found ten gold. The last of the skeletons topples over and a much welcome silence descends upon them. After catching your breath, you take two cautious steps in the direction of the scuffers, but freezing your tracks, as the weighty stone lid suddenly slides back and crashes to the floor. Oh, how unexpected! In a place where the undead, where the dead rise, the dead rose again. How unexpected! I did. I totally didn't expect the dead to rise from the grave. In this place where the dead keep rising from the grave. I mean, really, but work on your material. Work on your material. I mean, maybe you should, like, drop from the ceiling. Maybe go from the... I mean, go from the... Yeah, that's, that's something, that's something. Just, oh. The esophagus opens. And a guy's going to come out. Out of the esophagus rises a ghoulish half-rotted. Hmm, you kept some of your flesh. Nice. Nice touch. Armour-clad figure. Armour. Ooh. Now, oh, that's fancy armour. Huh? Long strands of thin, sickly hair dangle from the vermin-ridden scalp of the undead horror. Those hollow eye sockets are now fixed on you. Ooh. Ooh, you, you, you're, really, you're, really, you're really going for this. You're going for the horrifying undead. You're not just, not just bones. You've got a bit of hair. You've got vermin. You got sickly. You got bits of bits of flesh. You're going. You're going for the full, the full undead horror look. You go, I respect that. I respect that. You're committing. You're committing to to being an undead horror. You're not just going. Oh, I'm a skeleton. I'm scary. You've, I've seen about a thousand skeletons, and I've killed ten thousand of them. How do I keep more like you? Sometimes I kill them with my eyes closed. How do I know they're undead? Because they keep hissing. They're hissing. There's a particular hiss that the undead make. You, you learn. You, you learn it. You, and then you can just oh, hissing's there. Bash, bash, bash with your eyes closed. Just, just, just walk towards the, just walk towards the hissing, and bash. No, no, those undead. No, no, no respect. Respect for those, but honestly, I don't have to respect them. They're mindless. They don't care about respect. But the person who owes them, they should, they should do better. The festering mouth of this decrepit being is filled with decayed teeth and outfitted with four sharp yellow fangs. What's in man holds up his, his hand, and a long black claw extends on the tip of his fingers. Ooh, nice, nice. Nice little, nice little, nice little touch there. He grins as he slowly descends from the steps of the dais. I am Lord Duthquen, he said. For something between a harsh wish to underground. I am the first warrior of the House of Quen. The sole occupant of this crypt. What? What all the other? What about all these other? Other ones, I guess they don't count to you. You bloody haughty person. 
booted my honour, and a man deserving of far more respect than you have so far shown me. Without further words, the wa ragged, watty figure of Duke Cran, dead these last seven hundred years, floats across the chamber and attacks. You now attack Lord Duke Cran. Begin combat. I'm just going to keep bash. Bash. Now keep bashing. Bash. You feel weaker as the opponent drains energy from your body. I'm just going to keep bash, bash, bash. You know what? I'm going to use one of those 20s my stone is stored up for a big bash. Bash, 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 bash. Finally dead. That's a bashing 19 times! 19 bashes! That's a lot of bashes. I've got 32 XP. Yeah, you get more. Things took longer to bash. Juice Quen sumps to the ground at your feet and does not move again. You're about to examine his wings when suddenly the pile of rotting flesh, flesh and decayed bone at your feet is transformed into a massive mound of black ants. You leap out of the swarming pile of insects and watch in horror as they scuttle off to the far corners of the womb. In their wake, no trace of the fallen Duke Quen remains. You note know, with a great heap of relief that the shimmering silver web that filled the arch trapping you in his chamber has vanished. Without further delay, you move forward and examine the sarcophagus. You have a large wooden box at the bottom of the sarcophagus which contains a large amount of gold. 260 gold, to be precise. When you're last certain you haven't loaded or anything, you turn away from the sarcophagus and prepare to leave the clip gripped of Lord Juth Quen. Now, if if this had been one of the... If I hadn't already picked it up, this, if I had this much gold, I've also found a weapon that, oddly enough, is, is super effective against the undead, but is used by an undead guy who's surrounded by undead and only fights the living. Perhaps he had a he had a weapon that was super effective against living people. We killed a lot of them as we saw earlier, you know, some engravings. But when he died, the weapon changed to being effective against the undead. When his sword died too, somehow. Ah, honestly, it's, it's, it's just, ugh, I don't say, it's just a theory. A slain theory. Oh, I feel it's about people I've slain. I'll continue. On your way out of the bow chamber, you spot a small alcove almost entirely hidden from view next to the small stone arch. You peer into the alcove and discover that it contains a number of items. Sturdy leather gauntlets, picking them. Banded gauntlets, which are me, me, better than padded, but not, not as good as, say, plate. Because plate is the best armour you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's weight, there's heat, but... I can deal, I can deal with all that stuff. All I care about is... Toughness. Take that. Six gold. 
Alas, that's fine, there is nothing of, uh, of interest here. Prepare to leave the chamber and make your way out of the tomb. You're taken only a few steps from the chamber when the sound of chilling laughter from behind makes your blood run cold. You spin around and, uh, and find yourself face to face with the gruesome apparition of Lord Juthquen, the ghost of the long dead lord. His whippling face twisted into a wicked grin, cackles ominously. Does the defiler of my crypt have the courage to attempt the hall of seven ghouls? Whispers says the ghost. There is no turning back. The ghost waves its arms, and her wounds are instantly healed. Why didn't you do that sooner? Hmm? Why didn't you do that before I fought you? Oh, all right. Oh, well, that's obvious. Obviously, before I thought you, you do it after. With that, the apparition vanishes, and you immediately note the tall stone arch. Well, tall stone arches appear against the back wall of the burial chamber. An intricately carved skull adorns the top of the arch, beyond which extends a gloomy corridor. Above the arch is, cut, is a short verse carved into the wall, generally weeded. Seven rotting fallen knights, seven lords of ghoulish might. Little doubt the eternal beyond the arch, call of seven gods, which you can boast. I can step into it, or I could probably do the smarter thing and leave the tomb. But I think I'll get some sort of reward for fighting those seven ghouls. I'm going to fight them. Anyway, I'm my. Undead fighting blood is up. The moment you step beneath the arch, an eerie moan drifts out of the gloom at the spine of the corridor. You step back through the arch and discover, discover there is now only a solid wall of stone behind you, recalling the, war, the words of Duke Crane's ghost. There is no turning back. You quickly assume a defensive stance as you prepare to face dark shape now emerging from the shadows ahead. You watch in horror as a terrifying figure emerges out of the gloom ahead, a hideous ghoul. Its decaying head fitted with an elite iron helm staggers into your pool of light, clutching a rusty sword. The vicious undead menace growls as it wages its range and weapon and prepares to strike you down. Fuck the helm, ghoul lord. Bash a tea, bash, 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 bash. There it goes. You step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath while your eyes peer on the corridor. Seeking any sign of movement in the deep room ahead. A strange sensation passes for you. In its wake, you're astonished to discover your wounds have been completely healed. You watch it harder, a terrifying big alert is out. A rotting corpse, its festering jaw filled with jagged fangs, moves unsteadily along the corridor towards you. Its claw fingers wrapped tightly around the hilt of an axe. The crawl undead snarls viciously and it, as, it, as it closes it on on you. I bash, it chops. I bash, it chops. Choppy, choppy, choppy. Bashy, bashy, bashy. Top bash bash down. Now it's just bashing because it's dead. 
6, 6B. You step back from the remains of the undead foe. Then it through most of your eyes. And I'm healed again. You're watching horror as a terrifying, terrifying figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. A chain clan clan gold, its iron helm severely crushed on one side. Well, that explains how it died, I guess. Staggers forward along the passage, brandishing a two-handed sword. It's on dead guy, having long ago met, met, met its match, the world of the living is now preparing to exact his revenge on you. What? Well, me! I didn't kill you. I'm almost certain. I mean, I've killed a lot of people. Like, I mean, they all, they all, I had my reason for every one of them. But I'm almost certain that it wasn't me that killed you. But I guess it's just a general vengeance against everyone alive. Because you can't be bothered to find out who you actually have to take vengeance on. So you just revenge. Just revenge anyone. Revenge anyone who gets close. You're close to me. I seek revenge on you. I didn't do anything. I'm just seeking general purpose revenge. I can't be bothered to find out who's revenge, so I'm just going to revenge everyone. Those of rent, revenge on you, revenge on you, revenge on you, revenge on you. It's not really vengeance if the person hasn't done anything against you. You're just, you're just being, you're just, you're just being, a, you're just being really mean. You know that? So I'm going to fight you. Yeah, it strikes with its heavy two-handed blade. Oh, I went into battle rage. And it dies. Same again from the heel. You watch in horror, terrifying figure. A one-armed corpse, his rotten torso covered in tattered remains of a bear pelt. Walks slowly along the corridor towards you. Centuries ago, in the world of living... This power warhorn was the head of a mighty band of valiant warriors. Now risen from the grave by dark sorcery, this, we- this, de- this undead creature seeks only to slay the living. Well, I don't, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm going to stop you by... The washing warrior thrust a stone-tipped spear at you, and I feel the... Touch of your enemy sends deathly chill on for your body, which drains a tiny bit of my my health. Bash, 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 bash. Finish off with another battle wave. Six XP. You step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath. Get healed again. You watch in horror as a terrifying figure lurches out the room ahead. Thick, dark blood seeps out of the numerous ghastly wounds that cover the body of this rotting ghoul now staggering along the passage towards you. The foul and dead menace hisses as it draws, in, draws to within melee range. I swear to strike at you, I'll strike at you with your deadliest claws. Oh, it's definitely chill. Against me, the bleeding gold swipes you with its clawed hands. Fight, 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 win. 
You step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath while your eyes peer on the corridor, seeking any sign of movement in the deep room ahead. A strange sensation passes through you. In its wake, you're... Yep, fully healed again. A tattered grey cape dangles from the bony shoulders of the tedious girl now make its way on the corridor towards you. The grim, undead fiend draws a bone-tipped spear as it approaches and raises in preparation of striking down a living being that has invaded its shadowy lair. Fight the undead! Slay them again! You step back from the remains of your undead foe. Blah, blah, blah. Healed again. You're watching horror as a terrifying figure lurches out of the gloom ahead. The distant ghostly wail of a horn fills the pack. Fills the pack as a half-skeletal roar strides out of the shadows and moves swiftly towards you. A thin iron crown adorns the fleshless head of this of the fearsome undead lord, and its and its hand is clutched a decayed longsword. It fights me, the crown gold. I think this is the boss of these ones. Slashes with his long swords. I bash with my staff. Bash, 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 bash. XP. You step back from the remains of your undead foe and spend the next few moments catching your breath. Where your eyes peer along the corridor, seeking any sign of movement in the deep gloom ahead. Suddenly, a strange and unpleasant feeling comes over over you. Two hundred and fifty-six experience applied to general. Nice. As the feeling begins to subside, you find what you once again, and you once again standing in the burial chamber of Lord Duthquet. There is no longer any sign of the arch or the ghoulish corridor beyond. You probably prepare to make your way out of the tomb. For your valiant victory over the undead that has long haunted Axpersonary and the defeat of the powerful and evil Lord Juthquen, you will now receive a much deserved experience reward. And I get it. 192 experience to general. 48 experience to all skills and powers. I've also got a battle marker. Let me just show you what that looks like. This small this small square of raven bone. Oh, that's got a link. I'll show that. Raven bone. The extremely rare and valuable mineral known as raven bone is believed to possess many mystical qualities. Thus, the highly prized jet black and very dense substance has long been sought, sought by those wishing to employ it in, in many different capabilities. It has been suggested by some that Ravenbone was used in ages past by great warriors and would drink, who would drink in a mixture made from the mineral that would grant them near invincibility in combat. Believe that no true deposit of Ravenbone has been discovered in the last few centuries, and indeed very little of this precious and arcane material is to be found anywhere 
across the realms, except certain wilds are found. This is one of the legendary. Look, this small square of raven bone is blared with the solid silver silhouette of a dragon in flight. Beneath the dragon is a pair of cross swords emblazoned in gold. This is one of the legendary battle markers. markers. The rare and valuable token awarded and wandering to adventurers, usually in recognition of valour in combat. How, why and when battle markers are awarded is something that continues to puzzle even the most learned of sages. Battle markers are used for use the form of currency certain special game events. Yeah, and continue. At the edge of the forest you turn take a lot that last take a final look back in the mists and swell grounds of Axe Packs Cemetery. For a moment you almost certainly can see a dark shape moving through the dense fog. But whatever whatever it might have been, it's soon lost of sight. Without turning around again, you set off on your way. GMs don't. It's scenario is replayable. It will reset itself or become replayable by what in approximately 60 minutes. Travel. Alright, back in Hawklaw. I have a little west there. Take a breather. Now I'm going to save this game. And that's us back in Axe Bath to record some more one-time content. You quickly now. I just finished the Hall of Seven Ghouls. I just defeated the Crown Ghoul. It was a tough one. I had to blast it with blast it with magic repeatedly, as it was eighteen plus to me. You quickly assume a defensive stance as a ghastly, glowing shape floats out the darkness ahead. It is the ghost of Doof Kren. With every muscle tensed, you watch as the hideous apparition moves slowly along the corridor towards you. Suddenly, Juvescren goes stop, and the unbled dead lord flashes you a wicked gin. Someone will want this, whispers Juvescren's ghost. Long lost, but hardly forgotten. The ghost shimmers and then vanishes, leaving you alone in the corridor. On the floor... Directly beneath where the apparition hope hovered only moments ago sits a small, hideous statue of the subspider. You decide to take the strange item with you. You. This this small stone statue was a hideous looking spider, was given to you by Lord Chuth Gwen after you defeated the seven undead menaces in the Hall of Seven Ghouls. Now that that's Now that you can get once you become an adventurous collective member, you can show that to the guildmaster and get eight AT for it, which just happens to be the cost it costs to join the adventurous collective. So yeah, you get that, you get your ATs back pretty much instantly. But then there's there's much more going on there, so it, it's a and well, there's the learning the ability to learn, learn or learn any skills and powers you missed, or in one case, one that you can only learn there. And there's some adventures that you can only get to it via that place. 
and big comfy chairs. Well, the Adventurers Collective. Soon we shall be joining it. Soon. Yeah, and you get the XP. XP for the quest. XP for the quest again. Okay, that's enough. Enough of that. Well met, fellow adventurers. Well, I've just been going through Axe Pass Cemetery again. And... At the end, I found something special in amongst the gold pile you find. Find it at the end after you defeat Juth Quen. You want and you want and here I go. You want whack the lengthy object at the bottom of the sarcophagus. A surprise to discover it is a black bladed longsword. The sword appears to be a remarkable weapon, and is quite obviously enchanted. You pick up the sword and decide to take it with you. It's the Quen Blade. It's a slashing weapon with tw 12 mil awaiting and 10 extra verses undead. This black bladed longsword was once wielded by the infamous warrior and tyrant, Lord Juth Quen. The sword promises and ad provides an additional melee waiting versus undead foes. This weapon is of magical quality. When you're at last certain you haven't overlooked anything, you turn away from the sarcophagus, prepare to leave the crypt of Lord Juth Quen. Then I loot some stuff, and that, that's all you need to see. So... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.